a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... A maximum gusto, ahoy to you, Ham. 100% gusto from me, Ando. Straight back at you. A medium gusto, ahoy to you, Jack. I dropped the meat. Well, I dropped to a medium. Well, that's that's where you are normally. I just thought meet you on your level. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, and he did, and he returned serve at 50%, didn't he? <laughs> I actually, Come on, Jack. Let's just, hear maximum gusto. That, that, Come on. This is... Give the listeners a treat. Let's hear Jack. At, like, turn it right up to 10. Ahoy, guys. <laughs> oh, Tentative. <laughs> Damn it, he'd never, he's never taken it up that high before and he didn't, he didn't know if it'd pop. Uh, ahoy, Ham, also uh, coming in from Darwin. Uh, yep. Kyle, tell us what he's up to. What's he doing? Hey, guys, Kyle here from Darwin. Today, I'm going to hoist a main, unfurl a jib and release a Cunningham. I'm oh, sure boy. Hamish understands as a fellow boat owner what I'm raving on about. Sailing man. Anyway, I came to announce that my biz hobby, better not say business for tax reasons, is now accepting the H&A loyalty card. My hobby involves designing boat logos from a photograph of said boat. Oh, nice. H&A card holders can reap the benefits at (laughs) boatlogo.co. Fair winds and calm seas, Hamish. (laughs) Thank you so much. What's a Cunningham? A uh, Cunningham is a type of rudder. Uh, <laughs> You're making this up, aren't and, uh, Did you understand the other bits? Furl the jib, yeah, yeah, that's the front sail. Yeah. Um, unfurl the jib, sorry. You yeah. furl it when you tuck it away. Okay. And you pop it, you slide it down your Cunningham, which is a hidden pocket. <laughs> a hidden pocket you'll wear on sailing shorts to steal... Uh, the jib or return the jib. It's a bit of a tradition when you're going on a new boat. Yeah, steal the jib. Uh, steal the jib. Like smashing champagne on a brand new boat, yep. you'll often steal the jib the first... You'll try and steal the jib the first time you're on a new boat as a guest and uh, the captain will often yell, Sir Cheese Cunningham, <laughs> and uh, you... The sporting thing to do is allow uh, allow the crew to find the jib and yeah. you have a bit of a laugh. It's full of silly traditions like that sailing, <laughs> but it's a good fun sport for all the family. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Now, How many times have I would you love... actually gone out and sailed, by the way? You in charge of a boat. No, but you, uh, you... no never, never, never. never. No. So you got your boat license, but you haven't. I've got my boat license, yeah. um, and I'm keen to learn how to sail. It's certainly on the list mm. of things. But I went out with Jez, Webgears of Jez, over yeah. summer, and he In shocked it. all on board yeah. with his uh, able hands and yeah. skills Did of you, sailing you a vessel. Did you I tried to I tried, slipped it into my cunning hand. He knew what to do. And he said, search uh, search the man. And they found the cutting hand and found, the, found my cunning hand, which is the same colour as my sailing shorts. Had a laugh. That's sailing. You know, most if you read the book about the Amer- Australia's America's Cup win, there's two chapters dedicated to sneaking the jib into Cunningham. But um, but yeah, because it's one of those things where you're so aware of how sailing centric it is. Yeah, you don't, you don't really talk about it much outside sailing circles. <laughs> so, but still appreciate. Um, that is exactly a chance the to kind share of my thing knowledge. that. I'm going to forget is a joke. Yeah, yeah. And then in a few years' time, I'll be... This is the shit my on, dad told me growing up. Yeah, on the boat. <laughs> he didn't tell me he was just I, making things up. <laughs> okay. Mate, has anyone tried to steal your jib? <laughs> Search that man's cutting him. <laughs> what? Get this man off the boat. All right, you will, be, you will be. You said you wanted uh, to take control of the show at the top. Well, I've got something even more exciting than sailing facts. Well. Something that's possible has been happening for a while in the digital world that mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't got onto. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of areas, right? Um, let's rewind over summer, and we mentioned this briefly on another episode. But over summer, there was the GameStop saga in the US, which was the, you know, the 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 what share price, you know, the share oh, price yes. of, of GameStop, the, the, which is like the retail store you buy video games. You know, it was in the toilet. Everything was closed last year from COVID. Blah blah blah. Then a bunch of people on Reddit went, hey, everyone, let's just buy it as a laugh and send it to the moon. Like, And, the you know, the share price went up like 30,000% or whatever with no reason to other than just the mass of people excitement. And they also knew that there, you know, there was a little bit more of a technical thing to it than that. They knew that people had hoped it would go down. So as the price went up, they would have to exit and that makes the price go up further. Anyway, a bunch of people were able to send a share price to the moon that yeah. had no right to go to the moon. Yep. Why haven't we tried to send something to the moon? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I feel like with the podcasting audience we've got here, I'm aware that, you know, it's it's slippery territory. Yeah, I'm nervous because I have thought about it as well. I I, I, I don't think it's illegal. I think it's (laughs) sub-legal, which is sort of just below the surface of legal. You shouldn't do it, but, you know, it's still floating in the seas of legality. Yeah. I'm... Unsure. Okay, I'm just. This is that, a, this is that, a group group yeah, brainstorm. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure so if we want so to panic and hit so the legal we, buttons straight away, we can do com- that. Pick a company. Yeah. All our listeners go. Yeah, file in. File in. Yep. And then what's the exit strategy? That was where the game something became a bit sloppy. Everyone thought it was going to keep going, and then you know some people pulled out, which is the way to go. You know, some people piled out, some people hung in there. Because mm. it seems to me a little bit like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Where someone will get he- left holding the bag. Yes, I think the the excitement for the for those guys was um, was that was going to be big faceless hedge funds that were left holding the bag. That would be nice. So okay, I'm not saying we definitely send, you know, pick an Australian version yeah. and send it to them. I'm just floating some ideas here, Jack. I know you've taken an absolute bath on Bitcoin. You've got to be <laughs> smarting a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's well, a, there's... my my initial thought is because I think it's illegal to do with companies on the exchange, right? Because yeah, right. you can't manipulate something and then they can prove that you did. Like they could come back and listen to this episode and said, hey, you guys manipulated that and then you cashed out of it. Yeah. Mm. Is it a... I don't know. But, but is I was it, thinking... Is sublegal? Is it sublegal <laughs> or illegal? Well, I, feel, I feel like cryptos are more sublegal if we did okay. it in the crypto yeah. area. All right. Well, here's my next thing. Actually, I've got two more things on the list. This mm. is for my... This is just why I wanted to discuss digital financial ideas with the team. Mm. Then there's NFTs, non-fungible tokens. You heard about these things? This is where this is where people are a non-fungible tokens where you can essentially create a digital asset, right? Mm. That you own, even like a, a work of art. Artists are doing them. Yes, so it's like half that. a million dollars, yeah. right? So you can just like the Mona Lisa, we can all see it, mm. right, for free. You can just look at a picture of it right now online. So you can you can see the image, but it's not the same as owning the image. Yes, if you own the Mona Lisa. You know, I don't know what they're selling it for in the gift shop at the Louvre, but I think it's something like half a million euros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, possibly even a million. Yeah. But you know what I mean? If you own a, cl- a classic work of art, that's worth a million dollars. Even though everyone knows what it looks like and they yes. can enjoy the looking at it, yep. it's the way you can actually own a piece of art. So people have been going wild with NFTs, just mm. making non-fungible tokens about everything, right? Yes. I looked into it. We could make parts of our show an NFT. Like what? You know, we could either create a moment that's an NFT and just sell it and then someone would own that moment forever and oh, we wouldn't okay. own that. Right. I mean, we could go down the path of going, we make each episode an NFT and then mm. there's a marketplace and people are like, oh, I love episode 80. I'm going I'm right. to own it. But then... But then we wouldn't. We like, wouldn't. Like, for example, I know the NBA is selling off moments. So you can buy like a great dunk from LeBron... And, yep. and you don't own the copyright of the footage. They can still use the footage, but you technically own that dunk. I like that. What do you really own then? <laughs> you just own, you just know you own it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, don't say that, Ender, because we're about to enter the market. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just crazy. So you, so my worry was then, then like, yeah, we don't sho- give up the intellectual when sho- property. When they're showing a replay of the NBA, you don't get money. It goes all the way up, and there's this little black, <laughs> this little black hole. The title card then- comes up, going, "LeBron James would slam dunk the basketball." <laughs> it, it- it would later. It would later be taken by the referee and given to the opposite team. And then we here's pick, that footage. We pick up the action now. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. After, the one way we could get around the worry of selling a whole episode of an NFT is like we create a spe- specific moment on the show that someone could own as an NFT, and we that would never be we'd never be able to use again. Yeah. But it'd be their moment. That's a possibility. We could do that. Yeah. I mean, if I was going off uh, having, I know I recently closed down the paid section of the only for your only fans, Ando, and um, but you know, if I was going off the requests there. Mm. I certainly could tell you the request that people would most like mm. to have. What's that? As a moment they own. Well, you know, it might be a small suck of a smoky stick. <laughs> <laughs> They might like well, to just have that having, live. Yeah, they might like to own that live. That could be a valuable NFT <laughs> as a unique But smoking. again, you, you might not want to go down that path. I don't want to encourage that. I certainly no. love the trajectory you're on, Mr. Clean Lungs. Um, <laughs> but that's an idea. Here's the one. I, as I was digging a bit deeper, I was like, okay, we could do this. 
Now, I know we've got H&A coin, which is an analog coin, yeah. and it's very successful. And I think we made the right move at the time in the market when everyone was going digital currency yeah. to mint our own analog coin because yeah. they were going out of fashion. There is a way that we could create our own new digital coin, but it would be around like, you know, it would have to be around something that's only gaining in value. Hmm. Would we mint Pino coin that you can use at Zio Pinos, <laughs> uh, the home of... <laughs> The home of Pizza Lotto. And you could only use the coin at, mm. at, at, at the pizza shop. Well, that's where it's minted and then it would tr be traded off that. We don't, we'd have a, you know, like a limited supply mm. like Bitcoin mm. and we mint. I Pino don't coin. think we need more coins <laughs> or tokens. I mean, <laughs> think about it though. The Pino coin about, would boom. We could, we're we're missing out on the We've got the H&A coin. We've got the token no cap value. You've also. Out. But they're analog. They're all analog. We're missing out. We don't have any crypto. And the world is moving on. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't want to send something to the moon, I get that. If you don't want to make an NFT of you just of just ripping down from tip to filt of a Winnie Red, I get it. But surely we could mint Pinot coin as a digital currency that would be a fun thing for people to buy, hold for their kids and just see the value boom. Let's Jack, where do you land on beat Pinot coin? I do feel like we have a lot of coins already. We mm. don't even talk about the IOU $1 coins. Yeah. Which was the last one you, that you got made. Cost us a fortune. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. They're not going up in value. But I think if we minted Pinot coin, no. it would it would absolutely start booming. Uh, no, I only I, I do I only like it because again we can get in at, from day one and we yeah. stand to make the most money. If see, that's sure. the only reason Jack wants <laughs> yeah. it. I don't. But otherwise, Jack, I don't, has I, weasel, yeah. Jack has weasel motives. On exactly, this for weasel. Sure. Yeah, and we still have to do the weasel twitching. off with that whatever that guy's name oh, is. Yeah, we forgot about the weasel off. <laughs> What's his name? Blake Francis. Blake, Francis Blake. Or Actually, Blake. yeah, forget about crypto, yeah. Jack. When are we doing the weasel off? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not for me to organise. Okay, we'll organise it. Here's the other thing. The, the, the technology is there for us to launch Peanut Coin. Okay. Um, Jez is across it. Hmm. Let's put It's a, involved. Let's but, put a pin in it. Okay. But here's the, 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 the hurdle I think we have is explaining it to Pino. <laughs> right. I think that's really <laughs> tough. That's probably the toughest part. I also of feel this. like... So I, I, I not to say I'm that our love for Pinot won't be forever, but <laughs> I think we're in a very high excited. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We're at uh, um, Amore, Grande Amore at the moment with Pinot. Pino. And you wonder. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Not dead, though. Not dead. Hey, we're not far away from this. Emergency. Fly. Fly. Yeah, please, there was an opening now. Dreams come true. Dreams do come true. This is happening. Yeah. What started as a just a wish of just one of those, wouldn't it be great to do this? Mm. Suddenly, we are staring down the barrel of everyone evacuating <laughs> down an emergency slide off a biggie, a big plane, a, a big, 737. Yep. Uh, Boeing 737. When a segment gets an opener, it's like a commitment ring from the show, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> We're doing this. this we officially like swear you won't be a Peter out. <laughs> yeah. You will not be one of our world been, famous Peter outs. We've this been will, dating for six weeks. <laughs> Let's make like, this official. We'd like to Peter in with you. <laughs> Having said that, I bet I bet an alert listener could tell us a time we had an opener and it's still Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but at I'm least sure it shows a bit of commitment. <laughs> At least it shows an in definite intent to not let this Peter out. And we're, but we're, we're all, we're, well, I was going to yep. say we're all engines go on this. We're not. We're one engine idling and get, we're getting a tow. Tow, yeah. So it's not like we're not at full throttle on this idea. We're at full throttle on the idea, but the plane will not be at full throttle. No. We will have 80 people on board. A Boeing 737 will be taxied to an appropriate spot somewhere at Melbourne Airport. Rex Airlines uh, are heroes here. They're now doing biggies. In now the, doing biggies. In the sky. Jamming the air full of biggies. <laughs> Some smallies still available to plug the holes yeah. that couldn't be yeah. soaked up by the biggies. Yes. Um, smallies were necessary. Smallies were necessary. Smalls, smallies were necessary. <laughs> we'll play it as we see it. <laughs> Rex. We'll, we'll play it as we see it. 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 the cards you dealt. <laughs> so I think they're... they're Still summing up oh, whether to I use mean, not any of those not crazy. Has, yeah. it, has anyone used plain and simple? Plain just and for like a low cost airline. That's not nice. Rex. Plain, plain and, and simple. simple. 
Now doing biggies. Now doing biggies as well. <laughs> Jamming the sky full of biggies plus fingers. We use fingers at the airport. Smallies where needed. <laughs> plain, it, plain it as you see it. <laughs> plain it as we see it. Planning it as we see it. Um, thanks for reading. Looking forward, <laughs> looking forward to having you on board with us soon. Um, we'll ask Mark. Mark is going to join us next week. He uh, <laughs> he's in charge of all the fleets, and we'll ask him whether they've considered taking on any of the uh, the plain and simple, but any of the other any slogans. Of other slogans. We have had a few people who've seen um, creating memes, uh, doing mock-up designs of the rig's planes, like, <laughs> yeah. like putting a Now Doing Biggies slogan on the side. Look, it looks good. good. Yeah, it's very good. Gets <laughs> <laughs> your attention. really yeah. does. We'll pop, uh, well, in fact, we'll pop one of those up. Uh, and, at, because at, you, at our pipes, you look at the Rex. You look at the Rex fan, and it still is wild to see the Rex logo on the one of the biggies on the mm. big jet. Mm. And it's nice. It's nice to see a slogan going. That's what I was thinking. You yeah. like to. You like. I think you. I think a good slogan makes mm. makes the consumer go. Mm. I was just thinking that. Funnily enough, Ham, another. Uh, I won't name what company, but another airline reached yeah. out a bit too late, saying, "Oh, oh. we heard about the idea." We do biggies and too. I, and I said, we, we, we're Always going. done biggies. <laughs> we, 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 we know you have quarters. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it was them, but that would be a poor campaign if they went with, well, we've always done biggies because it looks defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I said to them, sorry, thank you, but sorry, you've uh, you've missed the boat here yeah. on this one or the plane on this one. Um, Flight's we've closed. Gone with, we've gone with, with Rex, uh, who are great. And he said, Really, do they, do they have a plane big enough? And I got to say... <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know that they were doing... I said, so, yeah. not even the, so not even the other <laughs> airlines have noticed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they didn't... At that point, they didn't know. And I got to say, no, Coffee they're doing... bastards. I bet they did know. <laughs> I bet they did. They're just refusing to acknowledge. Yep. They're refusing to acknowledge that Rex are doing biggies now. Yep. As a power move, yep. they uh, know full well they're doing biggies. That's just a... Well, that's, I, got, I got to say, no, they're doing biggies. And it, yeah. it just rolled off the tongue. It was quite good, but it is it is it is a really good power move now because if someone steps up a level, mm. you know, like it's sort of like I don't know, you get your first game in AFL, yeah, and your mates are going, "When are you going to get a game, mate?" I played, I played again. Are you playing? All <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Do you make it? Do you get a game? Yes, yes. three games now. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Didn't know. Looking forward to that first goal. I've already yeah. hit the goal. <laughs> I keep two on debut. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, we love them, and yeah. we'll talk to Mark next week about ironing out whether they've got an orgs cord where we can plug the DJ yeah, straight into yeah. it. People, though, on the main part have been going, how can we get and be a part? We want to use the emergency slide. Here's, here are some- and I'll tell you why you want to – I know we're about to announce this, how we're going to do it, but I'll tell you another thing that occurred to me during the week of why you want to come to this party. Mm. It's not just the fun of the day, which mm. will be fun, and it's not just the fun of the moment, mm. which, of course, will be really fun when we go down the slide. Once the wave is signed, mm. we'll touch on that, I'm sure, later, but there are <laughs> yeah, you know, some, some risks of some quite bad injuries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone will be fine. Stuff. Ankle stuff. Ankle stuff. Nothing, ankle nothing, stuff. Li- nothing life-threatening, just some ankle stuff. Just ankle stuff. <laughs> and you, <laughs> and that, that won't be how it's worded in the waiver. Yeah, I think it'll be quite specific in the waiver. But, um, you know, w- this is us also, and it's an extra layer of legal protection. Yeah. This is us. Clearly broadcasting saying we did warn you of some ankle stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a brace if you're super scared. Yeah, exactly. uh, uh, well, I mean, imagine you did and, like, that's what injured you. You just landed awkwardly on the brace. <laughs> hey, I might be moon booting. I don't know. I haven't actually I haven't decided. Yeah. But as well as the as well as well the fun of doing all the, you know, getting, you know, going down the slide, running away with, you know, going, oh, you know, the rush of going, my ankles are intact. <laughs> <laughs> glad Which I wore a, basketball boots. <laughs> glad, glad I wore a double moon, double moon boot, and that you'll get that feeling as well. But you know what? The real benefit of doing of coming to the party is from now on. Whenever you're on a plane, I agree. Right for I the agree. rest of your life, and they go, okay, in the event of an emergency, you know, we deploy the slides. You can turn to the person next to you and go, you know, I've been on one of those. Yeah. Which yeah. I never, I don't know anyone that's ever been on one. Yep. And you then, will be a celebrity on every flight. You, yeah. fly. you don't actually, I take it back, don't turn to the person next to you, sit up and turn around <laughs> yeah. and say to the plane, you know I've been on one of those. <laughs> Everyone will want to know about and, it. And they'll go, was it scary? And you'll go, yeah, break my ankles. <laughs> 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 
That's why, that's why I was wheelchair to the plane. I still have, you know, it was a few years ago now and I was quite a fair bit of bone damage. <laughs> no, 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 very no, safe, no, very no, safe, no. very uh, safe. But there is just a way flagging, <laughs> just flagging. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, this you is have the to pro- you have to get up in your chair just using your arms because you don't yeah. be able to push <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> you don't want to put any extra pressure on your ankles. So here's here's something I'd like to be extra clear about. As clear as we're being, as clear as being about the ankle, the ankle stuff. stuff. I thought it was another ankle warning. It's like, come on, we've overranked the ankle stuff. No one's going to register. Nah, we're all good on the ankle front. Well, um, we can't say that. <laughs> um, anyway, Ham, hey, uh, get yourself to Melbourne. If you want to oh, come, like yeah, 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 this is yeah, one. Yeah. If you register, don't Just expect to us to get there. But be it'll be a, a, a short and a, a flight worth it. Uh, you'll you'll be able to do. You'll be able to prop yourself up on the flight back up to where you've come from and yes. say, "Hey, yes, well, yeah, I've <laughs> actually been on one of those flights I've, earlier today." Yeah, exactly. But you have to get. So if you're registering, make sure you can get yourself to Melbourne. Yeah, June right. sixteen. It's going to be June sixteen. The regist- flights and accommodation absolutely not included. Not included at all. Uh, emergency slide, access included, party Amazing. included. Um, here's how we're going to do it. You'll go to hamishnetty.com. You can go there now. There yep. doesn't need to be a stampede because what we're going to do is there's 40 people per plane with a plus one. So register yourself at plus one. You can say, I don't want a plus one. That's fine. But we just thought, what a great experience to share with a friend. You'll find someone. You'll find yeah, someone. Take someone, to a, take, take someone to a party. There's 40 people per plane then plus, plus there with a plus one, so 80 people per plane. Once those 40 people have registered, that'll create a ticket for you for flight HA001. The yep. next 40, HA002. Yep. Then HA003 and so on and so forth, depending on how many people come in. There's an, we, I mean, you can only register once. Yep. Um, but however many people register, let's say we get, I don't know, we get 400 people registering, yep. that's 10 flights. 10 flights. Only one of those flights will be chosen hmm. as the winning flight. Yes. The, on the, on, on uh, next week's episode, we will, let's, let's, it's up now. Let's leave yep. it up for, it's going to be up for five days, okay? So register, you've got to get, get there in the next, next five days because we'll, we'll pick the flight next week so everyone can make their uh, plans if they've got to get to yep. Melbourne. So we will but, then have people up, uh, am I right in saying this, Andrew? We get someone up from every single flight, yep. a representative from every single flight, mm. And then we're going to we start cancelling flights. Cancel flights. We're just going to cancel, cancel, cancel. Yeah. Which it's Rex, been... Rex doesn't do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we can't stress this enough. That's Hamish and Andy Airways cancelling. Yes. Not Rex. No, very reliable. Uh, they try their hardest not to cancel. They're very reliable. Um, yeah. What another potential slogan. We try our absolute hardest <laughs> not to cancel. <laughs> and then... Then we cancel, cancel, cancel. I mean, this is, we won't, you know, if, if this is 2020. Yeah, if there's heaps and heaps of planes, we won't bother cancelling so many, but we'll cancel a bunch and then we'll say one flight number is you boarding know. soon. You'll have your ticket. Your ticket will be emailed to you. You can look at that ticket and like a lottery. Uh, I don't think it is, though, for terms and conditions. You can go. <laughs> well, it's a game of happenstance. <laughs> it's a game of happenstance. You can go, yes, my flight is going, and then you'll be on the emergency slide party. Head to hamishnanny.com now. Very simple. Um, if you've got a plus one in mind, let them know. Uh, they can register and make take you as a plus one, which would double your chances. Do you uh, have a an ang- a friend with sturdy ankles? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I think, nah, no age limit. Oh, because you're thinking of frail ankles. Yeah, frail ankles. I was just thinking if someone had a frail uncle. No, ankles. Um, oh. <laughs> Do you think we've been talking about uncles this whole this whole time? Snapping uncles? I broke both my uncles on my mum on mum's side, one on dad's side. Landed on both of them. No, I don't know what they were doing there, but they did warn us there could be a pile of uncles at the bottom of the slide. No, uh, ankles. I, I knew it was ankles. I thought we'd changed. <laughs> right. We, I thought I thought we'd changed right at the end to frail uncles. I thought and aunts <laughs> and grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. No, that's... just strong bones is what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leg um, bones specifically. Look, any age because there'll be a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You got a frail uncle? Bring him. Sit him down. <laughs> we don't care. Sit him down and listen for the snap. <laughs> 
And uh, mm-hmm. I had no, no, don't freak out here and hit me. But I had re- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll just preface it by saying that yeah. I had reason the other day to go to Roof Rack World. Oh, don't I said don't freak out. <laughs> Oh. Now, regular listeners of the show would know that you, your brother-in-law yep. owns and you used to work at yep. and still maintain a deep interest in <laughs> roof, roof, roof carrier, carrier systems. systems. <laughs> the roof Rack store in Melbourne. Now, you, I went to Roof Rack World in Sydney. Look, and that's fine. Because I didn't, it was not convenient for me to travel the 2,000 <laughs> kilometre round trip no. to visit my preferred store <laughs> of roof carrier yeah. systems. But I would say this, and that's fair, Anything under two thousand, it's worth the trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything outside Victoria, yeah, uh, yeah. sure. Yeah. But if you're within the, you know, under the under the the Murray, <laughs> get, get on down, Murray. get on, to <laughs> head on down to suburban <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> um, mm. Now it it was a fine experience, mm-hmm. fine as in completely possible. We 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 know and love roof carry systems on this show, a for what they do mm. for the uh, uh, the over luggage <laughs> community. <laughs> <laughs> but B, also for their professionalism in the wake of the scandal yeah. that Jack's radio show yeah. provided yeah. where they were forced to give up a, a top-quality yeah. roof rack for free mm-hmm. and with the carrot... To a person who an, already had a roof rack. <laughs> with the carrot of a mention, of an yeah. on-air mention of, from the Christian O'Connell yeah. show that was later... Yeah. Sold mm. like um, like junk debt, yep. like a junk bond. Yeah. Sold the on air mention was sold on the secondary market yeah. to later in the day on the radio the show, radio station, yep. and and Huggo, yeah. just like Huggy, Huggy, Huggy threw it out there. Yep. And yeah, uh, your brother was meant to be happy with that service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, still, not. I asked Paul recently. Still. No sale, no direct sales linked to uh, Huggy's mention. Uh, <laughs> and you'd have to feel, Jack, that if that mention did spur anyone into action, the window is closing of when they would have <laughs> when they would have transformed, um, you know, the yeah. cue to the cue to the cue to action into actual purchase of roof rack. I feel that window is closing. But is Paul asking every customer, is. "Where did you hear about us?" Often, I had yeah. to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're, we're, I can please to announce that uh, the Hamish and Andy podcast has it's driving, uh, had it's three. driving sales. Three. Three. Customers. Have we had three? Three, yes. Wow. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good on us. <laughs> three converts. Yeah. Three so, hard leads converted. Three, yep. Now, so what? Did, I, I was actually on the phone. This this popped into my head, Jack, because I was on the phone to Andy talking about um, uh, the bike carrier that I needed to get for my car. Mm. And it just reminded me, you know, we, we've this is 20 years ago that you worked at Roof Carrier Systems, Andy, mm. but it popped into my head, you know, we've all come from a customer service background. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from, our, from our old, we're now, you know, we've been working radio and you've got a hobby here on the podcast, Jack, but before... Before we did that, yeah. we did have experience in customer service. You were at Sony Central. I was at. I was selling electronics. Yep. Um, Jack, you were at Hoyts. And you were Andy, selling the first at, ever plasma televisions to ever come out for about a hundred thousand dollars. No, fourteen, fourteen retail, but we could do it for twelve grand. eight. Could do it for twelve eight grand. Isn't that crazy <laughs> for a TV? People still got those hanging on, hoping for the. And they would. And, how, know, how now they're each? an Aldi for one hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> Oh, 12, 48, uh, sorry, 42, 42 inch. 42 yeah. inch. Not good. Plasma TV. Thick. Heavy. 14 and <laughs> Heavy. Bloody heavy. <laughs> I mean, this was 2004. Yeah. But this is a customer service. Yep. This is the background. We have, and it reminded me, Ando, speaking to you mm. on the phone, uh, <laughs> even though we're friends, yes. I probably was probably getting a very friendly tone, mm. that, um, you know, you you prided yourself on customer service. And Jack, I know you did too at Hoyts. Yes. I wanted to just do a little test if In you fact, could. Almost you like a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> you were very you were handsomely rewarded. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's free popcorn perks at Hoyts. Sure. You were just a, just a tip from the company. <laughs> you were able to get a little Christmas bonus. A little early. Um, that uh, the Hoyts is aware of, and I think believe they've all had a big laugh about it now. So <laughs> but I not gonna prosecute. They they've turned. It seems that the the books from that era mm. aren't easily accessible. But you don't put popcorn on the book. <laughs> well, we'll play what, on. You certainly put other things on the books. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know how in um, back in the day, like with magazines like Cosmo and Dolly and stuff, yeah. you do the quiz to like to see what oh. score you got, like what kind yes. of you. I was interested in just I've got a small quiz here, small a few role plays. Okay, did you make the quiz? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yes, um, but I want to play Andy versus Jack. Okay, customer service test okay. to <laughs> see back in your old jobs who has still got it. Who has still got it? Um, it's going to be a role play where I'm the customer for both okay. uh, both places. And, um, and you know, you, I'll be judging you guys. You're going to score out a five for each answer. Okay. Um, I'll start with you, Ando. Mm-hmm. Hello. I have 80 kilograms of roof luggage. Okay. What would you recommend? Is that too heavy for a roof? No, no, that's not too heavy for a roof. It does take you out of a few types of roof racks. Uh, Such some, as? Some of the more slimline ones. So, okay. yeah, you'll have to forfeit maybe a little bit of style, but... It's worth it anyway, and the racks are easily removable, so you can just take them on and I can take them off. <laughs> That's great to hear. Well done, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, what yes. movies are on today? Hello, welcome to Hoyts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what movies are on today? And am I me in 2008 or am I me you're now? Just, you're you. Just okay. customer serve me. What movies have you got? Well, What's good? Obviously, um, there's been many Oscar-nominated movies earlier in the year. And What's they are still, well, they're still on. So Nomadland is still playing and Godzilla vs. Kong. Don't know if that was nominated for an Oscar, but that's still playing. What's a good kids movie? Despicable Me. There's a new Despicable Me out. Is there? Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Noted. I don't think that's true. Uh, <laughs> Andy. Hmm. Do you do trade-ins? We certainly do. Okay. Uh, and it's a good reason to keep coming back to the store. Uh, we absolutely, if you wanted to buy a second-hand rack, we can do that as well. Oh, Obviously, wow-y. people replace their cars all the time and then they feel like, hang on, I spent all this money on a rack. Um, that just goes in the bin or they try and sell it Gumtree second-hand. We take that all off your hands and you oh. can come in. We'll give you normally half back on a second-hand rack. Wow. We sell them for around two-thirds, but we'll correct them all up. <laughs> Thanks for being so transparent with your figures. <laughs> that was a softball. Okay. Um, hello, the cinema's dirty. Which cinema were you in, sir? Two. Okay, and is the movie still on? <laughs> is, is the movie still on? No, no, I didn't leave the cinema because it was dirty. <laughs> I obviously paid for a ticket. I finished watching the movie. <laughs> Imagine you left the cinema Yes, I was too distracted by the ball, by the Jaffa, three aisles over. I couldn't focus on the screen. So, yes, the movie is still on and I've left to tell you that it's dirty. Okay, I can have somebody in there to clear it up for you. Was I'd, there like any... you to, I'd like you to clean it. Yep, well, as soon as I can get somebody to take my place here at the podium, I'll be... I'll watch, I'll watch the podium for you. <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually allow customers to look over the podium. What is the podium? <laughs> Surely you don't work on a podium. <laughs> the, po- the podium is where we rip the tickets. Really? Is that what it's called? So the podium. podium. Yeah. The po- a podium. So when is- you get to work, you're like, oh, are you on box office today? Oh, no, I'm on podium. <laughs> Why is it called the podium? <laughs> the podium is something great. It normally is yeah, a status above others. It's, it sits, you know, meters. Do you mean the lectern? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but we call it the podium. Oh. You shouldn't have. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, we'll make sure Cinema 2 is clean by the next time you come back to the cinemas. <laughs> oh, that could be months. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. Um, uh, Andy, mm. I've had a look at some of your racks in the store, <laughs> but can't I just buy these online? You can, but the risk you have is you have to fit yep. them yourselves and you spend so Ooh. much money on a car, oh, why do you want to risk, you know, $20 or so? not having it properly fitted. Uh, also, some racks can whistle and if they're not fitted properly and you'll have some noise problems. But oh, I don't like that. Totally. So, but hang on. How much does it cost for you guys to fit them? Well, obviously, we, we, we can do it for 20, 25 bucks, if, but no. we, you're, welcome to, you're welcome to take that off the price and take the racks yourself. Oh, no, no. That sounds good to me. Thanks. Thanks so much. So again, thanks for your transparency. Pleasure. Thanks for explaining it. Jack. Hello, customer. My popcorn was cold. Well, that can happen, and I'm sorry that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am sorry about that. <laughs> that can 
that happen? Of course it is. We leave it in there all day. Um, I actually hated that. We did, like, from time to time, they said that popcorn that we made at the start of the day, try and get rid of that by the end of the day. And oh, I knew it was, I knew it was yeah. going stale and cold and I hated doing it. That's why you okay, stole so from Jack, them. you are lagging, obviously. You're lagging because of some mistakes here. Sorry. No surprises here. Okay, this is for you to charge back. I yeah. won't go to Andy again. I'll go to you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, sir. Um, Hello. May, may I borrow your shoes? <laughs> no, we have a policy. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I just need them quickly to go to the bathroom. I'm in bare feet and I'd like to wear shoes to the bathroom. Well, actually, we... You, we have two policies, and the first is I must be wearing shoes at all times, and the second is there is actually a no barefoot rule in the cinemas. So well, you... it's too late. I'm in here now, and so please lend me your shoes. Did you come with no shoes, or are your shoes in the cinema? <laughs> <laughs> I got in with no shoes. I'm already watching. I'm halfway through the movie. I've come out to go to the toilet. Give me your shoes. No, I, I can't. Please. And I have to ask you to leave. I'm sorry what? because you, can, my, you can't be in, in here, the but No. Well, go and get your stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you'll have to leave. Young Unless man. Unless you can find shoes. Why won't you lend me your shoes? Because if I'm walking around the cinema, and Is I don't this... have to tell you why, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, can I can I ask you something? Yes. What, will you not lend me your shoes because there's something in them? There's nothing in them. They I are saw just you shoes. Put so, I saw you put something in them when you thought no one was looking. After everyone went in the movie, you didn't, I saw you at the cash register. You didn't see anything. I think I saw something. I don't want to play anymore. Give, <laughs> give me your shoes or I'm telling your manager what's in them. There's nothing in my shoes and I have to finish early today. <laughs> policies. You're in breach of two policies. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. these continue to flood in and I <laughs> gratefully receive <laughs> gratefully receive them because people do make it their personal mission to yep. enjoy living fast and loose, yep. but at the same time knowing that they could be upsetting members of the community who, like you, Ando, prefer a more ordered... <laughs> Scheme of things, and that is why order we, and efficiency we, rule the day. Rule the day. Except I should have been German. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Everything is neat and practical, because that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. Did get an email. Even, even, even the opener probably upsets you a little bit because it's a song. It's pretty much like a song about the opposite of what we're doing. Mm. And then I just quickly go, but what What if not? <laughs> like, oh, upsetting because you should have made a song about things being fast and loose. What have you got? Have you got something that's coming to you? No, he's got an email saying thank you for the tip of writing top left on the Duna cover um, for... Which one was that again? Basically on my Duna, oh, yeah, on the Duna, you, on the Duna itself. On you write top left so then whenever you're putting it in the Duna cover, you never get it, never get it wrong. <sighs> I'm and she said she's saving hours. She said she's saving, no, saving hours. hours a week now. Not, well, what about all the time you've wasted writing on the Duna? Who's got time? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Okay. I, don't, like, I can't afford the investment. Ben, have you got something that will upset Andy? Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, you. Ahoy my friend. Happy birthday, Andy. Andy. Good boy. Yeah, so when I have my toothpaste and it gets down gets down a bit low, mm. you know, a bit where it gets a bit hard to squirt out, mm. I just fill yeah. it up with some hot water, squirt in the mouth, dry brush. And oh, nice. Go. Yeah, just yeah. squirt it straight in the old mouth. Don't mind yeah. that. You, you don't mind, mind that? that? Yeah, because yeah. so, what you're doing is you're using the yeah, whole... Andy will, li- Andy will like the efficiency the of, of the this. tub. Use all the buffalo. Yeah, young, yeah you can keep doing warrior. it as well. It's just, you know... I think I might. Until it's just hot plastic in your mouth. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yep. and ben, unfortunately, you've delighted me. <laughs> Andy, what about this? What about this? I'll give you a, I'll give you a dental-based one. Mm. Um... Of course, you know, when you get something caught between your teeth, you would have floss at your house when you're 80. Yes. No one's got time to buy floss. And I tell you what, if you do buy floss, mm. no one's got time to remember to ever replenish it. Mm. Here's a nice trick. 
if you get a big piece of stuff caught in your mouth, you can use the end of the toothpaste tube as a nice little <laughs> digger and you can dig it out. I find that quite a handy digger. I find toothpaste comes with its in, an inbuilt digger. How do you feel about that? I don't like that. Ah, we got him. We got him eventually, Ben. Okay, uh, Nick. Nick, Nick uh, ahoy, Nick. Have you got something to upset, Andy? Hi, boys. How are we going? Yeah, good. Very good, sir. Yeah, so... um. Basically, for context, I've got a bit of a bad habit of biting my fingernails. Um, after I've had some food, say a nice steak or something, instead of going out of my way, getting up, going and get a toothpick, I'll just oh uh, bite off a fingernail and use that as a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> it's another digger. <laughs> it's another, digger. another mouth digger. Yep. Yeah, and uh, bonus, if you're still a bit snacky after the steak, you've just got some fingernails for dessert. Oh, that's gross. Mm. And, well, that is uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not, that's, there is a point where fast and loose becomes just sloppy and messy. Uh, barbaric. The, but, but, uh, that, but the fingernail is the is the inbuilt digger, not bad. Like a little yeah. mini wolverine. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I don't hate it, Ham. Yeah. I know it, I'd like there is... There's a bit of ingenuity in that too. So again, you like the efficiency of someone using their body as a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah, okay. I'd prefer not. All right, well, let's see. I mean, this could be another mouth digger. <laughs> Blake, uh, have you got something to upset Andy? Ahoy, boys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Ahoy, ahoy, Blake. Mate, what I've got is, um, so you know, you've got your three bins at home and then, you know, you've got to think about what one's going out on what day and mm-hmm. which one and all that sort of business. What nightmare. an absolute mess. <laughs> absolute nightmare. Yeah, what I do is I just leave all three of my bins out on the road all the time. <laughs> that's where they go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not go. for me, Blake. I just take the rubbish out to them, you know. I have my three bins and, and above them I oh, have... No. The, no, you don't. I have the uh, ga- the council sent out what night's midnight calendar <laughs> set up. So yeah, well, it's, it's, it's I just and, put them out there and it's the garbage man's job to remember. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Finners are winners. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Blake. Yeah, Thank you. That would upset so, me. What do you mean? Well, doesn't the didn't the council send it out on paper? What does it get? It's a, it was damaged? on magnet. It was on a magnet, uh, and so yeah, right. So now. have you magnetized it outside? No, because my bins are inside. What your wheelie bins? Yeah. Oh, where do they live? Well, they live in the garage. They've got their own little home. Yeah. <laughs> Bins are outside materials. Well, I don't have an outside. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Just go if you live in a street. warehouse, yeah, it's just go on the street. So, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's the inside. Yeah. An inside bin. Wowie. <laughs> <laughs> MBN. Uh, Alex. <laughs> Alex, have uh, you got something to upset Andy? Yes. Ahoy, lads. And happy birthday, ahoy. Andy. Ahoy to you, mate. No need. Good. And, good, good, uh, good. Ahoy to number six if you're listening. Ahoy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, just got him. Just oh, got him. A rare moment of attention. Oh, I love that, Jack. Uh, if you spill a liquid as you're walking around the house, mm. um, mop it up with your sock, which works <laughs> as for milk-based drinks. I've like milk. Hamish do this before. <laughs> Socks are and his house wonderful. And my. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy is very quick on the detection of a spill or a liquid on a bench or a floor. Uh, a bit like people that remember the... Um, uh, the Mission Impossible 1, the Tom Cruise movie, yeah. I think that bit where he's on the wires and he goes into the room and he, he's like hanging above the ground so he doesn't set off the pressure sensor. Yeah. Now he drips. Oh, yeah, the sweat. The bead of sweat. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the system Andy has in his house. <laughs> for Andy's village. What, what Tom should have worn is explorer socks to wipe up the sweat after, <laughs> after he sweated on the floor. Well, well no, Alex, Alex, yep, that definitely M, upsets me. M, <laughs> what have you got to round this out to upset Andy? Ahoy, please. Ahoy to you. Ahoy. Um, so I have like the book to log my hours as a learner driver. Mm. Um, and soon, you know, I'm going to turn 18 and can go for my P's. Um, but I actually haven't logged any of my hours in my book or like kept track at all of my driving. Yeah. Um, cause you know, that just takes so much time. So oh, man, just, log like, books are the worst. Any so book. can right? you bring but us you, up to speed? You know you've done the practice. Younger. You're obviously a lot younger than us, but back in our day, you didn't, we didn't need a logbook, did we? Yeah, we didn't have a logbook. It just, you basically just said to the guy when you got there, yeah, I've done me, me hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy, it, was, it was sort of a um, look into my eyes trust test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, we, I mean, it was horrific back in our days. Mm. I mean, we hear stories about our parents going for their, like, learners just with the, the town cop yep. who just goes, you know, when you were eight, they just put you behind it, put you in a tractor, and if you didn't run over a cow, you were given a you were given a Formula One license. My, my dad was with the cop going out, and he pulled out, and he's driving along, and then the cop got a call for an incident. Right. So the cop changed seats back in, drove out, rested a bloke, and then turned to dad and went. 
you seem to have it covered. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do parking or anything. <laughs> And, so, that's, and that's why your dad drives everywhere at high speed and always arrests someone at the other end. Um, so, yeah, I, I find this one hard to upset me. The idea of not doing I mean, it would irk me. But, yeah. Haim, you and I had these things. That, that's where my... Log, log books are my absolute worst nightmare. Yeah, you, a consistent and measured... Yeah. Uh, a pro, I mean, just... Yeah, I that, would have a system even, I can't even be bothered finishing the sentence. I find it so tedious. <laughs> But, hey, back at uni days when we had to do these type of things, you and I always found a loophole and I was always up for that as well. So Yeah, a logbook loophole would be fun. As long as you are doing the hours, Emma, we're obviously not advocating getting out there with the not enough experience. (laughs) Yes. Certainly advocating practice, Mm. then absolutely turning a blind eye to logbook tinker. To admin. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to hand in, like, the book anyway. So I just, like, the night before, I'm just going to have to fill in 120 hours It's made up. Oh, yep. Five Rachel. pens. Yep. Five, five pens. <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Sit in front of the TV. Bob's your uncle. Use your left hand a bit. Use your right <laughs> hand a bit. Pay your little brother All to do it. <laughs> All good. <laughs> Thank you, Em. Hey, special skill for us to have a think about uh, yeah. getting them in. Um, Sydney-based Sophie. Uh, so it'd be a flight, but she wrote I in saying, "Haven't met her yet." Oh, she haven't met her. You're getting, I, I know you are her, getting around everybody. To town, new to town. Uh, haven't met Sophie yet. I don't think. <laughs> she said, "My boyfriend has never lost a staring competition. He is a freak. Freak in capitals. Right. I want him to verse you both in a non-blink, not blinking competition. What's his name? His name is Alex, and Sophie joins us now. Sophie, there. Ahoy to you. Oh. Ahoy, boys. How are we? Very good, Sophie. Ahoy to you. So he's uh, got fairly wet eyeballs, the old Alex. <laughs> he is a freak. And I'm like, he could literally verse you both and he would smash you. Okay, he so this is this is the part insane. I wanted to, to delve in on. I want him to verse you both in a not blinking contest. Is Does that mean back to back? For instance, like yeah. a relay... Hamish has his eyes open and he starts, and as soon as Hamish blinks, I open my eyes, yep. and he can he can do the duration of both our stares without a single blink. Hundred percent, absolutely. Wow, is Alex, he as confident as you are? Well, we can find out, Ham. We've got him on the line, Alex. I don't bloody believe it. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> oh, wet eyes himself. Yeah, Hello, you've, Alex. You've been speaking to. I'm good, thank you. Obviously, you've met uh, Sophie. Not only my girlfriend, but my manager. Um, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. yes. She tells yeah. us your eyeballs are sopping wet, but not not with tears, just with the normal moisture of mm. a human eyeballs lube. Can I? Can, can I? Can I ask the Alex? You say every day, and um, and apologies, but these are just the normal checks and balances I have to go through. Yeah, you don't have yeah. glass a glass eye or glass eyes at all, right? No, no, it's actually the opposite of being wet. Um, I sleep with my eyes open pretty okay. consistently. What? So, they so you're bone are, dry. They're dry. They're bone dry. And they don't need to so, be lubricated. My so mum's, when, my mum's uh, at boarding school, my mum's roommate slept with her eyes wide open. So they're, they're, they're dr- absolutely dry as, as cruskets, your <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got it all wrong. And yeah. so when you blink, does it make sort of a scratching, scraping <laughs> noise? Yeah, it's just like a rusty door opening. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll hear you. Blink. So you don't, so you don't, because you sleep with your eyes open, they're used, you're used to having a dry eye. And so you, mm. you're, you, so your blink reflex is gone. You're, whereas a normal human's somewhere in our software, mm. we go, oh, getting a bit dry, mm. time to give it a sweep and sweep the old lids down. Yep. You're, that, you just don't have that, that part of your circuitry. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't need to blink as much as the um, the average human. Do you do one just for fun, or do you mm. throw them in? Mm. Why wouldn't you? Party trick. Alan's going to blink. Why is this guy blinking a party trick? Well, sorry, you do need to know the backstory. He doesn't actually need to, but he's doing it for fun. How often do you wink? Like, yeah. are you less inclined to wink? No, I do love a good wink, actually. Okay, that's yeah. But that's more of a... That. Tre- treating myself yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's like, an aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, that's a... You can hear. <laughs> cosmetic, <laughs> cosmetic move. Um, okay, well, this is... We'll have to do it then, Ham. What, what, I mean, give us some... Have you timed the longest spell without a blink? Yeah, we had a really big... Probably my biggest contest, my uh, fiercest matches uh, on New Year's. Uh, one of my friends back himself... Mm-hmm. 
and we we went about four four minutes. He was crying with his eyes open. <laughs> everyone, everyone else around us just kind of lost interest. But uh, <laughs> it goes down eventually. <laughs> <A> staring <laughs> contest so long that the that the the people watching lost interest. This is incredible. All right. Okay. Can I can I ask a quick question? Um, just before we lock in the battle. Yeah. What is it like sleeping with your eyes open? What what do you see when you come back to the world? Um, sometimes if they're really open, it's usually Sophie filming me pretty close up. Um, so it just sort of comes back into focus from... It just comes back into focus. Sometimes I've got really red eyes. got an um, eye drop before I go to sleep, yeah. I've been told, rather than after. Um, yeah. Because they're really dry, but nothing, no, no visions or anything too interesting. You but it, about but when you're falling to sleep, uh, could, could you mentally say to yourself, "Oh, better shut up the old eyes"? <laughs> like you know, you're like you close the curtains before you go to sleep, and the eyes are the the eyelids are the, sort of the curtains of the head. This is a good question, Hen. So yeah, couldn't you just go? Might just a, close these and fall asleep, and your your eyes will be closed, or do they drift open during the night? Yeah, yeah, they kind of hang just a little bit open, and then I feel like they open up um, as I go to sleep. I roll my eyes back. So I can't, if you, it looks darker than it is, really. Oh, I like getting warmed in Game of Thrones. Staring, up, staring upstairs, um, but the, the, eyes, the eyelid is still open a bit. Right. Okay, so what's happened is the curtain doesn't fully close, so mm. you send your eyeballs just to you've behind got, the curtain. You've actually got yeah. shutters shutters that won't close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And your eyes, so yeah. you do fix it up on the inside. Incredible. Uh, well, Alex, uh, we'll, we'll set this up. Uh, do you want us to come through you or do you want us to deal with your manager, Sophie? Uh, I think the manager um, yeah. would be would love to deal with it, to okay, be honest. No problem. She does all the money. Gotcha. It's just easier. Okay. She can hold the cash. We look for, well, could you do three of us? Or is that too much? I'd say I'd say two. Let's line up a third, but let's call a win on the two. I think it's fair to say. Is it a one coin coin for two ham? And, and an we eight get coin ja- for three. and we get Jack in there for an eight coin coin for three. Would you take that deal, manager? He will take that deal. He will take. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll set it up soon. <laughs> Hey guys, it's the end of another episode. Mike here, just popping in at the end to remind you again that The Remembering Project is back for season two. Every Monday, wherever you podcast, take a listen to this. This is a quick grab from this week's episode where Hamish and Andy recall a somewhat awkward conversation with Miss Universe. Early days, we did an event, or we were at an event for Maya or yep. something. And Jennifer Hawkins was there and it was like early on in Jennifer, yes. Jen, like when she was like the face of mine, she was huge, she just wanted Miss Universe. And a lady came up and was like, hi, hi, Jen, I just want to say hi. And Jennifer's like, she's being very nice and going, hi, how are you going? And then the lady goes, oh, I just have to say, my 14-year-old son is a huge fan of yours. <laughs> and then Jennifer's like, oh, thanks so much. She's like, and then the woman goes, I mean, yeah, he thinks you're amazing. He really loves yeah. you. And I'm sitting there going, well, this is awkward because we know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. He's not hoping that you successfully then go on to do property renovations with your husband and he likes your business acumen. No, no. He likes likes you on his own. (laughs) While while he's by himself, he's a big fan. And the mum must know what that sounds (laughs) like. My (laughs) is a huge fan of yours. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can catch season two of Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project wherever you podcast and season one is still available there as well. Go and check it out. We'll catch you next week for the main podcast. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.